Hey everyone, welcome out to episode 79 of a Nerd Named Mark podcast. This is a special episode. I'm doing a cold open because I already actually had the meat in the bulk of the topic recorded. Uh, let's see, it's now the 6th of June, recording this on a Sunday. I know, right? The weekend. And I decided, because I couldn't wait, and I had I had to watch The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. There is a full review over on the Nerd Name Mark Reviews podcast RSS feed. I, you know, I nitpicked at it. I kept the spoilers to a minimum, which was very difficult. And, you know, in reviewing it, I was like, you know, this is the eighth film in the Conjuring Universe franchise. And I was like, I want to, like, talk about the whole entire Conjuring Universe rank the films quick synopsis of um the plot at least and like my thoughts and then like the future of where the franchise is going so that's like the big bulk of the episode and that's already recorded I actually did that as a video for youtube and i was like man i kind of want this as the main topic of the inner name mark podcast because it was i i enjoyed doing it and i feel like from an analytic and audience standpoint yes the podcast is my main focus and i was like not everyone's you know on the youtube channel watching it so i was like you know what there's a whole group of people who only listen to my podcast and don't watch my videos that are missing out on my dive in into this universe and ranking the film so i was like you know what i'm gonna put that in the podcast but then i realized because of the way the video was structured there was no like good intro an outro from an audio only standpoint and if i just uploaded it here you you know it, you would have missed a lot of the other stuff because in my podcast you know i gotta talk about my my video games my comics and everything else so that's why i'm doing this intro separate so if the audio levels are different that is why but i'm not gonna waste any time let's get right into comics first uh i didn't buy any <laughs> um i'm going to actually go tomorrow to get my comics so that's, uh, that's, that's honestly, there's no comics. My lady's on vacation. So I was like, oh, well, I'm, you know, organizing. I've been redoing my whole entire office corner studio setup. If anyone who follows me on social media, which is at a nerd named Mark, basically on everything, I have a nice new setup. Everything is cleaner, more space, more accessible. And now I don't have to do as much work to record. Everything is just already set up, push a button, record, and that's it. That was my main thing that I always wanted for my setup was to just not have to take anything down or move anything. I wanted more space, so I got a bigger desk, and I have a monitor on a floating monitor display, and everything else is just a lot more convenient for me. And I could not be happier. But just because I didn't buy any comics, I did play some video games. I've been playing that My Hero Academia, The Strongest Hero, every day. Nice little gotcha game. Um, it's fun. I'm still enjoying it. The glint and glamour hasn't worn off yet. I think because they're, it's so new and they're still patching updates and this and that. So it's like, yeah. I think with how I am with gotcha games, it's probably going to... I'll probably be doing this for at least another four or five months, maybe even six months before I start to like wind down on how much time I play. But 
because there's an auto mode, literally while I'm recording this right now, the game is doing some auto battles for me, so I don't have to do anything. And other than that, I'm playing Yokai Watch 2 on the 3DS. That is a lot of fun. I missed out on playing Yokai Watch 2 because my 2DS was no longer with us. And getting to play this is a lot of fun. I actually had the first Yokai Watch on the way. I found a new copy of it, and it was like $13. So I was like, yeah, let me get that. It was on Amazon. I was like, yep, purchase. I need it. I'm, I'm kind of winding down on a lot of games right now because I'm waiting for some new new stuff to come out and yeah so the reason why also this episode is delayed uh usually i record on a specific day and usually the podcast either goes live on friday or mondays usually now i know like the release schedule has been wonky and i apologize you know back at work full time has been a killer which is why i'm glad with my new setup you know this makes it more convenient so i can get you know a podcast recorded before work or after work and even if i'm tired i'm just sitting here and talking so it's not really going to expel that much energy from me but i actually did a very long podcast i was back on the loop bros podcast uh resident daryl invited me back on you may know him from our resident evil uh, episode we did last october when i did horror month and we talked all about Resident Evil 8. Please go check that out. Go check out the Loop Bros. It's a fun episode, a lot of jokes, and just entertaining. And yeah, it was, it was just enjoyable to talk, you know, Resident Evil 8. And I'm always, it's always fun to be on a podcast with like more than just me or one other person because you get a different dynamic when you have a four person podcast. So yeah, just go check out the Loop Bros. Um, even if you don't listen, want to listen to the Resident Evil 8 one because you want to avoid spoilers, go listen to their long catalog and library of episodes. You will not be disappointed. It is always entertaining from start to finish. You will enjoy their podcast. So that's why yeah, it was a long. It was like it was over two. It was like almost two and a half, three hours. So that's why like that took a lot of time. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to record. I'm tired. I'm going to. I'm going to go watch The Conjuring and then go go to bed. So I did that. And then, you know, Saturday I recorded all my Conjuring stuff. And I was like, all right, now it's uh, now it's time to get the, the Nerd Name Mark podcast rolling. So, yeah, from video games, just, you know, Yokai Watch 2 and, you know, My Hero on mobile. I am going to be starting Shimigami Tensei 3 HD Remastered on the Switch soon. I have it. I just haven't started playing it, but that is on my list. We have E3 vastly approaching, so obviously we're going to have some very video game-themed episodes on the way, which I'm excited for. Anytime certain things happen and I get to do actual like themed episodes, I am all for it. But that's really it for everything. Now we're going to kind of transition into the uh, Conjuring Universe audio section. I did my best to clip it and edit it to make it sound more like cohesive from just an audio standpoint because, like I said, it was a video that I did. So bear with me, but hopefully it, it should come out fine. But I'm going to switch over to that right now. So enjoy me talking about the conjuring universe that's right i'm gonna be ranking the adventures of ed and lorraine warren 
Um, but obviously there were some spinoffs too, so obviously I'm going to talk about all those. As of right now, to date, there are eight films in the Conjuring universe. It all started in 2013 with the first Conjuring, which I still hold in regards as just phenomenal movie. One of my favorites. And all the way to now, which is The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, which is considered The Conjuring 3. But I consider it 4 because Annabelle Comes Home, to me, was an Ed and Lorraine story and kind of was more of a Conjuring 3 than anything. They just kept the Annabelle name because it featured Annabelle heavily in that one. But let's start with the beginning before I go into ranking all of them i'm going to go over a little bit of each film so the first conjuring film was like i said came out in 2013. this was kind of the introduction to ed and lorraine everything going on obviously ed and lorraine warren are real people they passed but they are real people they did these things they wrote books about it so that's why when it says based on a true story it's based on their books and their anecdotes obviously cranked up a bit for hollywood so to speak but yeah, so the first Conjuring, we had a family that moved into a new home. Uh, it was the husband, the wife, and three daughters. And basically, there was a spirit that was trying to possess them. And yeah, uh, this was... I'm, I'm not doing a deep dive because I'm going to be ranking everything. So I'm just going over brief synopsises of all of them. Uh, the first Conjuring was one of my favorites. I did like the element of the girls playing a game the clapping game where one person would spin count to 10 everyone hide and you're allowed to request two claps and you're blindfolded and you have to find them that game they played brought into the elements of one of the spirits clapping the mother playing it with a younger child there was just a lot going on and it was the pacing was great i just watched all these before i watched the devil made me do it um it's still in regards my favorite film in the eight film franchise I will talk about my other favorites as well, but I'm going to go in chronological order of release, not time frame of the movies. So the next one was Annabelle. This came out, you know, a year later. This, because the Annabelle doll was in the beginning of The Conjuring, and it was, because the movie started off, you know, normal interview, solving a thing, then they go into main one. There's always an element of them basically solving a case. To, as an introduction of the film then they go into like the main what real time what they're trying to solve so annabelle because it all they hinted at in the beginning of the conjuring annabelle got their own movie which was kind of going over what was the beginning of the first Conjuring. it was good um i didn't hate it i out of all the three annabelle films the first Annabelle was my favorite. I feel like Annabelle Creation and Annabelle Comes Home were all right. But Annabelle Comes Home, I considered a Conjuring film by name. It should have been Conjuring, Annabelle Comes Home. But that's besides the point. So Annabelle was the next film. It was all right. It wasn't bad. I enjoyed it out of, you know, the other Annabelles. It was good. Then next we had The Conjuring 2. This one took place in england um they were kind of having up like the england amityville horror this and that uh my main favorite thing was bill wilkins i like the voice they used i like my name is bill wilkins and i'm 76 years old and i died in this and i'm like yes and they kind of upped the production value and 
this was, you know, James Wan returned to direct it because he didn't direct Annabelle. So James Wan directing it, really good visually, production, everything was on point. I hold The Conjuring 2 from a quality standpoint overall, probably the best out of all eight films. My personal preference is still The First Conjuring over The Conjuring 2. And yeah, it was it was good. I know I brushed over Annabelle, but like I said, I'm not going a deep dive into each film. That's just too much, and I don't want to. Uh, after The Conjuring 2, we got Annabelle Creation, dipping back in the well of Annabelle, and this time it shows the origins of Annabelle being created. It was good. Um, I do like a good backstory and lore. It really helped create more. I think Annabelle Creation probably would have done better to be first in a release standpoint but obviously i feel like annabelle creation was done because of how popular annabelle was so that's why that happened and it wasn't bad like i it takes that one um from a time frame standpoint even though annabelle creation was released in 2017 the time frame that movie took place i believe was 1954 1955 so it's actually from a time frame standpoint one of the earliest uh, timeline films besides The Nun, which I'll get to, which was 1950, 51, maybe? I'm not 100% sure. So after Annabelle Creation comes out, we get The Nun, which was the one of the spirits, creature, demon, demons of The Conjuring 2. And it was, the groundwork was laid there because the nun once again another popular figure in the film kind of like how annabelle had a little role in the first conjuring in the beginning led to the movie but the nun was pretty heavily featured you know lorraine warren was seeing the nun in visions and paint like all like you know so it kind of led to you know enough of the nun was in the conjuring too where it made sense for the nun to get her own movie i thought it was really good i think it suffered from most of the good jump scares and creepy moments were kind of shown in the trailers. So by the time it came out, I felt like I saw a lot of it. It, The pacing of The Nun is what got me. It felt sluggish. And it, once again, it's an origin story. Now, I do know the rumors are they are working on The Nun sequel. And I believe The Crooked Man from The Conjuring 2 also possibly is getting a film i don't know if anything's been officially announced other than they're in the works pre-script writing pre-production so i don't know if that's actually happening uh next up one of the one that i really wanted to love i really wanted this film to be just so good and it's the curse of la llorona i'm a sucker outside of like demons and stuff, i'm a sucker for like not um, urban legends, but like creatures of lore of different cultures. So with Native Americans, we have Wendigos, you know, in Latin and Spanish and Mexican culture, there is, you know, besides the Chupacabra, there is La Llorona, this and that. So it's like, that's what got me. I was like, oh, finally, we're getting into like something good that's not like an original, like Annabelle from the movies yes that there is an actual annabelle doll it looks nothing like it. it's basically a raggedy ann and andy doll but crystal alarona is like an old wives tale so to speak you know so i was hyped for this the movie had so many good elements 
the the tone the atmosphere just the creep the the, the suspense the buildup was so good it just fell flat in the end and like the the latter half of the film just didn't resonate with me it just kind of felt rushed and almost lazy so i just could not i i couldn't love the curse of la llorona the way i wanted to i hyped it up in my head so much i was like i can't wait to see this this is gonna be amazing i just so hyped for that and then i was just set up for disappointment and yeah and then we have in 2019 2019 was big they had two movies i mean obviously the Conjuring the Devil maybe do it because of the pandemic, quarantine, everything else that happened in the world, in case you were wondering. Uh, the Conjuring the Devil maybe do it came out this year instead of last year because we had two films in 2019. We had The Curse of La Llorona, and then we had Annabelle Comes Home, which now I can talk about it. Annabelle Comes Home, to me, was The Conjuring 3 because it heavily featured Ed and Lorraine and their home, their kids, and it's that, even though they weren't in every scene and doing everything in that film, because it was set in their home, because it was involving their family, I was like, this is basically The Conjuring 3. Which is kind of why The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, was not labeled as The Conjuring 3. It's just The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, because obviously, Annabelle comes home, they use the Annabelle name to get the drawn, and yes, Annabelle is main fixture in that, but it was kind of more of everything less of just a solid focus on annabelle but it wasn't bad i annabelle comes home was really good i think from the standpoint of annabelle named films it was the best of the three but like i said because i considered a conjuring film the first original annabelle film is the one that i like the most out of those and lastly we're on the conjuring the devil made me do it this is a good movie a good and Lorraine Warren story. I don't think from the standpoint of um, like the creepy factor, that's not like the first 10 minutes. If you listen to my review, the first 10 minutes of that movie was great. It set the pacing. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be like on the edge of my seat. I can't wait to be scared. But then it was just under two hours. It was like, I think an hour and 52 minutes, a long movie. And the pacing was just fell off to me personally. I know a lot of people like it. A lot of people don't like it. But like for me, the pacing fell off. There's a few jump scares, but it didn't feel like a conjuring film because it dealt with the occult and witchcraft and like, you know, satanic rituals. So it kind of led into a lot of dialogue. A lot of research from Ed and Lorraine. Like I said, it gave a lot of good story for them, which I was more than happy with. Like, they carried this film with their acting, and their chemistry is great as Ed and Lorraine. I love that. But The Devil Made Me Do It was just, it didn't do it for me. I still say to watch it. It's still a good movie. Don't get me wrong. It's not a bad movie. It's just not, it doesn't hold up to the first two Conjurings, in my opinion. So, now I'm going to rank them. But first, I want to go over the timeline. Because I've already explained all eight films. Kind of a brief opinion and, you know, my spiel on each one. So, from a time frame standpoint, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, is the most recent one in the timeline. It takes place in 1981. So, the, orig the first film that takes place is 1952 with The Nun. 
Then we have Annabelle Creation, which is 1955, because I pulled it up really quick, because I just wanted to make sure I had my numbers right, because I know people will tell me I'm wrong. Then in 1967, we had Annabelle. And then 1971 is The Conjuring. Annabelle Comes Home is 1972. And then 1973 is The Crystal La Llorona. And 1977 is The Conjuring 2, leading with 1981 for The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It, which is weird, and I'll tell you why. Because technically speaking, Annabelle Comes Home, which I would consider The Conjuring 3, from a timeline standpoint, takes place before The Conjuring 2. Yeah. I'm just like, okay. It it seems weird in that sense when you think of the timeline. But I'm like, all right, you know what? Roll with the punches. It happens. But, so that's the timeline. And now, let me rank these. This is the main thing I want to do. I'm going to rank them from my favorite, from my my least favorite to my favorite. And that's a loud motorcycle. So, right off the bat, my least favorite out of all of these is going to have to be Annabelle Creations. It just, I don't know, I just, it was a good story, good lore, backstory for Annabelle, but it was, I just didn't care. After watching Conjuring 1 and the regular Annabelle film, I was like, I don't need, I don't need an Annabelle, I don't need an origin story. Like, honestly, I don't. Uh, after that, I'm going to say... The Curse of La Llorona, and this pains me to put it in the bottom two because, like I said, it had so much potential. I was so excited to see it. I just built it up in my head, and like I said, first half of the movie, really good. The ending, the climax, everything, like, towards the end, the tension just dissipated, and then it was just like, all right. It had so many tropes. It's like I've seen all this before. Next up, I'm going to go with... Oh, The Nun. Because The Nun was so long. It had some good creepy moments, tension, atmosphere. I dug it because it took place in the 1950s. I'm a big 1940s and 50s horror buff. And it really felt like that time. For, it just was really good. It's just... I I wanted more, honestly. I just think... It, the pay, like the length and pacing of it, I think if it just had a little more attention, a little more story to it, but more like jump scares and like actual creepy scenes, it would have been higher up on the list. Then let's see, I'm gonna have to go with just um honestly, Annabelle, just regular Annabelle. It was a really good film. I enjoyed it. It set up, you know. It basically, everything you saw from the first little intro of the first Conjuring, and I was like, okay, that's good. I like this. This is a good film. It wasn't bad. Like I said, it, out of all the Annabelle films, if you don't consider Come Home, like that's the best Annabelle film out of the three. And then I'm going to have to say The Devil Made Me Do It. That's, you know, I already said my spiel on it. It's kind of self-explanatory. I wish it it didn't feel like a Conjuring film. Like, from a horror standpoint, they had the end of the rain down right, everything else, but just, I don't know, it was too long of a film, and it felt like it kind of dragged on for a bit. Then, let's see, what do we have left? Ooh, uh, I'm gonna say Annabelle Comes Home, because that was good. 
I liked it. I thought it was creepy. I thought it had everything I would love in a film from the Conjuring franchise or the, Con- the Conjuring universe. I just enjoyed it. It's I can rewatch it. It's one of those ones I can rewatch and not get tired of it. Then I'm going to go with The Conjuring 2. Uh, this one was really cool. Um, obviously, I already talked about it. So, yeah, Conjuring 2. And then The Conjuring. I feel like I missed one. I feel like I didn't put them all on a list because I, I should have wrote them down. But I didn't. But it's The Conjuring. Because, yeah, I did Creation, Annabelle, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yep. Basically, the first Conjuring is number one on the list, honestly. Like, it, I rewatch it constantly. I don't know what I've watched. I think I've watched it more than Conjuring 2. I think from a modern standpoint of horror films that have came out in the last decade, this is my most watched. It's kind of like my guilty pleasure. If there's nothing on, nothing to watch, I'm going to throw on the first Conjuring. I think everything about that film, the suspense, the pacing, the story, the the practical effects, just everything about that, just it, it checked all the boxes for me. So that's why that's number one on my list. But yeah, um... That's it, really. That's my Conjuring like list. That's my breakdown. That's my, hey, here's all my favorite Conjuring films in order. So let me know in the comments below what you think of the Conjuring universe. I mean, if we're getting the Crooked Man and we're getting a Nun sequel, because let's face it, the Nun took place in 1952. There's a lot of time gap there for the Nun, uh, like from a standpoint of possession, spirit, like how it got to where it was in England. So there's obviously going to, like, there's a lot to go there. I don't expect any more Annabelle films. I don't know if we're going to get a Conjuring film that's going to continue post The Devil Made Me Do It. Because there were scenes, and I talked about it in my review, uh, there were scenes of flashbacks and this and that that kind of hinted at, like, even the actor and actress that they had to play younger versions of them. I mean... Week date, there's so much time frame. Like, they can go back and when they first got married or first started doing this stuff. There's a lot there. I don't know if the it's going to progress past 1981, though, from a timeline standpoint. But there's a lot. To, I mean, we're only eight films in the universe. They, they've created this world revolving around Ed and Lorraine Warren that I'm just like, hey, I'm okay with, with more films. I want more films. I think too many shared universes that get created out like non-comic wise get just uh abandoned if there's one stinker or two stinker in the bunch like look at the dark um you know the dark universe one from with the universal monsters i mean yet the mummy didn't do good so they're like all right scrap everything it's like give it a chance let it go you know let let's give it a chance to like simmer and ripen it could be good But that being said, that's it. Let me know in the comments below what your favorite Conjuring Universe film is. Did you watch uh, The Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It? Let me know what you thought of the movie because obviously I nitpicked it in my review. I'm going to watch it a second time. I've only watched it once. Watched it last night. I'm going to watch it again just because it's a Conjuring film. And I watched them more than once even even if my initial reaction isn't good to them. All right. And that is the whole ranking and whatnot for the conjuring universe i thank you guys for listening uh hopefully it came out good you know i tried to you know finagle and edit it the best of my abilities from an audio standpoint like i said it was a video usually you know 
when I'm recording the video versions of the podcast, it's kind of cut and dry. But when I'm making just a YouTube only video, obviously how I present and talk and, you know, visual aids make it a lot. So it's catering to video only. So it was kind of tough to like bring that into an audio version, so to speak. But hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I got some other episodes in the pipeline that will be coming out. Like I said, I do have a review up for The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. That is actually live on the A Nerd Name Mark Reviews RSS feed, which is on all podcasting platforms. This is, you know, A Nerd Name Mark Podcast, the main flagship podcast that I do. You can find me on anchor.fm slash A-N-N-M podcast. Or you can just type a nerd name Mark Podcast into all your favorite podcast listening apps. It's on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Podcast Republic, Podbean, just anywhere. But with that being said, I thank you guys for listening to this special episode 79 of a nerd name Mark Podcast. We are slowly a little bit over a month away from the two-year anniversary. I am excited. And I know from a math standpoint, if it's two years, I should be at 104 episodes. But obviously with vacations, you know, breaks and here and there, obviously I didn't hit, you know, exactly up episode every week since I started it. But that's okay. Regardless, I thank you guys for listening. My name is Mark and I'm a nerd. <laughs> <laughs>